0: 27 lunchroom chatter podcast this right here is jordan air young with lonely nights man i'm talking my shit this week i, I think i'm in my bag this uh, week man this is jordan air young with lonely nights episode 27 yo i just hit another milestone man it's my 27th episode. Over 3,000 plays. I do this by myself, man. Thank you guys for supporting, man. Let your friends know. Lunchrooms had a podcast on all platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Over 3,000 plays, 27 episodes, man. I do this solo. Your boy John A. Schultz, man. I'm going to talk my shit this week. This is Jordan Air Young with Lonely Nights. Coronavirus still here. Coronavirus ain't going nowhere Kids out of school, school year over Hope you guys are fucking though At home, quarantined with your boo Your side piece, your side hoe This is Jordan Air Young with Lonely Nights You slide out on all your lonely nights Looking for someone to make it right I should have kept my feelings inside even when I mean, I'm, week, I'm talking my shit this week, man 3,000 plays, that's a big milestone, man I remember starting this shit, like, people told me, yo You doing it by yourself, like, I don't think you gonna hit a 1,000 plays You boy hit 3K, talk my shit I know, yo You slide out on all your own I know it When I'm with you, girl, I lose my focus Pull up the tank, I could turn out tonight You know that you fire, you know that you're yeah. Something about you just can't go Again, that is Jordan Air Young with Lonely Nights. That is Jordan spelled J-O-R-D-A-N. Air like the air we breathe in Young. Lonely Nights. Yo, we talking some shit this week, meo. Like coronavirus, this shit is still here, motherfucker. But this week, we talking about an Atlanta man who killed his five-year-old girlfriend's daughter. Like, I don't know why this whole... Matter of fact, let me not use that word. I don't know why she let her boyfriend babysit her five-year-old daughter. And now she has gone. Now, that opens up a bigger question, ladies. Like, if you have kids from another man, like, and and you get a new boyfriend, like, how long should you wait until you let your new man babysit the kids? Because I know, you know, sometimes you may not have a babysitter, so... You know, your man is nice. He's sweet. He treats you well. So you let your, your new man watch your kid. Now, I'm speaking about your son and your daughter. Because it's a lot of, it's a lot of crazy motherfuckers out here. Like, like I said on the last episode, just because a guy calls you cute, he opens the door and he might fuck you good. It don't mean that this nigga is worthy of watching your precious cargo, which is your fucking kid. Now... Again, let me not be insensitive to the fact that we are in a a huge situation with COVID-19, coronavirus. So a lot of people still have to work. So if you have to work, your mama got to work, your cousin got to work, everybody got to work. And the only person who don't got to work is your drug dealer boyfriend or your nigga got a real job so he's not working. He might be the only nigga you got. He might be the only nigga you got that's going to watch the girl, but like how soon is too soon? Now, I kind of want to get a female's opinion on this, man. Let me call up Let me call up my my son's mom real quick and see what she got to say. Hope she pick up. She better pick up this damn phone, too. Let me see what she got to say. See if she pick up the phone real quick. Hello. 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 Yeah. You hear me? Yes. All right. So look, I want to ask you a quick question. Remember last week where I told you about the story of the Atlanta man who killed um, his girlfriend's five-year-old daughter? Um. Yeah, I remember you telling me. So look, my question to you is like, if like if you're a woman and you have a daughter and like you and like you date somebody new, like how long should you wait before you decide to let your new boyfriend watch your child? definitely think it should be a, a, a minute before you do that. Um, yeah, but when you say it, a minute, like, give me an estimate of, like, how many months, because like, like the guy I'm I, talking about, like, the guy had a, he had a long criminal history, so, like, I'm just trying to find out, like, what do you mean? Like, give me, like, like a monthly um, limit. Is, I would definitely say, I wouldn't say months, I'm probably close to a year. Um, if you're, if you're talking, being serious with that person and that person is trying to be serious with you, you know, whether it's marriage or anything of that nature. Um, I would, yeah, probably I, close because a few months is not enough time for you to get to know anyone. I mean, to be honest, like, I a, was, like a year sounds nice, but like, if you think about, you know, like, like we we'll are now, like with the, um, with the coronavirus situation. So like, if you got to work, but you know, like everybody else has to work also. So now you have no babysitter. So now the guy may be the only guy who can watch the child Even though Like it may be like A new relationship But like nobody else Can watch the child So what do you do then you, Because you can't call out of work Because the, like the bills don't stop The rent don't stop Yeah but I might have to Call out that day Because you don't let Everybody watch your child I mean even though You're dating this person I mean if I've known them For only a couple of months That's not comfortable enough For me to leave my child with him Because it's not his child Alright it makes sense Alright Alright I'll call you back Alright Alright bye I mean, damn, she said wait a year She said you gotta wait 12 months 12 months, bitch Before you let somebody watch your child now Like like I said, I'm trying to not be insensitive to the fact that Right now, like Like the situation going on now with like the coronavirus Like this is something that's probably never gonna happen again In my fucking lifetime I'm 30 years old Like this is the first time this has ever happened When I was alive because I know, like, I'm on Instagram every day I see females right now who have to go to work School is out I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia Like, the school year is fuck- The school year is over So if you gotta work and, and you're like, your family gotta work There's nobody else to watch your child Nobody I mean, shit I feel bad for some of y'all women, man Even some of the men that gotta work Because, like, it's a lot of single fathers out here too But this shit is crazy, man Oh man, but I hate to keep going back to this coronavirus shit. But this shit is not going away, man. Like I said three three weeks ago, we had about thirty three confirmed cases of the coronavirus. Now, this right here is from the Atlanta Journal. Today, Georgia has eight thousand eight hundred and eighteen confirmed cases. Of the coronavirus 8,818 now Again a lot of my New York friends up there I mean shit I know y'all motherfuckers up there Is dying up there man Shit is fucking insane Let me check this shit right now It's like like I be checking the stats up there In New York every day I think yesterday was like the worst day They had over 700 people die From the fucking coronavirus shit but um, I kind of, I don't want to stay on this shit, man. Like, I feel like this coronavirus shit is probably going to last till the summertime, June, hopefully not July. But I want to talk some more relationship shit this week on the Lunchroom Chatter podcast, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to uplift, I'm trying to uplift the fucking mood. I'm trying to have some engaging, fun dialogue. We're not going to do this coronavirus shit, man. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. On the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast Episode 27 Over 3,000 plays I'm talking my shit this week Lunchroom Chatter Podcast man, I gotta pay some bills I'll be back, bitch Hey man, welcome back to the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast But um, like I said um, I wanna talk about relationships But before I get to the relationships Look A lot of y'all, damn near everybody is home right now due to the coronavirus situation. So if you have a talent, if you're a barber, if you're a hairstylist, if you enjoy doing nails, like use this time right now to to be creative and perfect your craft. So when quarantine is over, you have developed yourself and created a means to have a second source of income. Because if this situation has not taught people that if you rely on only one source of income, then you may be hurt. Now, I understand that everybody, quote unquote, doesn't have a talent to where they can make it as a means for extra income. But I'm of the belief that everybody does. I believe that everybody has a passion or everybody has a talent to where they can make secondary means of income i know a lot of people that a lot of men that they they cut hair great they're motherfuckers they great barbers but they don't use their skills like even with like someone like myself like i've started doing my hair like my hair my beard i got professional barber clippers i've been doing my own hair about about four to five years now and it all started because i, I don't know if i told the story on this podcast before but My last year at college, Georgia Southern University in Statesboro, Georgia. I had a barber. He was dope. My man, Steve, he worked at Hollywood Barbershop in Statesboro, Georgia. This nigga's, his Clipper game was immaculate. It was on point, but he left. So I had to find somebody else. So I went to a new guy at the barbershop. And when I tell y'all this nigga pushed my hairline back, this nigga pushed my fucking hairline back to my fucking neck. I was like my nigga. Like why is my hairline so far back? I had no edges. Like my back wasn't even round. It was shaped like a fucking tr- downward triangle. And like I asked him, I said, what was the reason? Like what was the reason? What was the reason? I had a reason. What was the reason? What was your reason? reason. What was the reason? Like I didn't understand. Like what like what the fuck was he doing? Like what made him think I was comfortable going outside with my hairline damn near on my back? But like I said, if you have, if you have a passion, like do not use this time doing what I see a lot of people do and jumping online to complain, you know, just complaining about shit, man. Like, stop saying you fucking bored. Like, because when, it, when things are back to normal, everybody gonna say the same shit. Oh, it's Thursday. I can't wait till Saturday so I can rest. Bitch, you got all the time you want to rest right now. So use this time wisely to better yourself. So when this shit is over, like you got whole new life, you got all new fucking energy. to where you feel like a whole new person, you're going to step out, you're going to be looking like a killer. They're going to say, damn, when you got creative? Because you used your time in quarantine to better yourself, to make yourself better. But I hope y'all couples out here, I hope y'all bettering yourselves, man. Lot of what the fuck is that noise? I thought somebody was breaking in my crib for a second. But um what was that? Oh yeah, the couples. Look, couples, better yourself. Like a lot of y'all relationships, it was already on it was on eggshells. It was kind of on the downward spiral to where it could have ended. But a lot of you guys, y'all together 24-7. So please use this time wisely. Just talk about the issues you guys may have talk about like what you guys can be doing to save the relationship. Talk about it because I hate when I see people in relationships, they have issues, but instead of talking about it now, I spoke about this on before in this podcast, like when couples have issues, shit that they can talk about, but they jump online And just diss each other all day with these little subliminal memes. And, you know, I see women jump online and say, excuse me, and post memes such as, you know, a real man would never let his... Look, tell your man, stop posting, like, posting memes online and shading each other. That does nothing. All that does is create more issues to deal with. Like, if you guys already have issues like going online and shading each other all day on Instagram to make it seem as if you are you are unbothered that is not saving your relationship that is just that is only creating more obstacles that you guys are going to have to face that's it so all i'm saying is that like couples like just creators people who have if you rap if you sing like use this time to better yourself that's all i'm saying Please use this time to better yourself. But um, I just see a story right now. A Chicago woman was killed while social distancing outside of 7-Eleven. Now, this article is from the um the New York Post It is by Joshua Miller. A 27-year-old Chicago woman was fatally shot while social distancing outside of A 7-Eleven store. She was gunned down. Late Tuesday. While waiting in a line. Outside a 7-Eleven store. Just blocked from her apartment. Because um, as you guys know now. Like even with stores like Walmart. Like I haven't been to Walmart. Probably in like a week. Because like Walmart got this new shit. To where it's like. I believe they only let in. About 20% of the store's capacity inside. At one time. So. Like once the store reaches a certain limit, you have to wait outside 6 feet apart and like it be it like these lines be fucking long as shit. I pulled up at Walmart on Rockbridge Road in Stone Mountain, Georgia about 4 days ago. I pull up, I park my car. I'm like, "What like what the fuck is this long-ass line stretching, you know, alongside the side of the fucking building, it curved around the the fucking pickup." I'm like, "What the fuck?" And everybody was in the line with shopping cards. I'm like, I'm not about to wait in that fucking long ass line for two hours to buy no tissue. But um, I believe this, this young woman, her name was Alexandria Boutet. I don't want to fuck up her name, but she was waiting in line outside of 7-Eleven. I believe to get inside. Let me see. That she stood in line with a friend outside a 7-Eleven store where they went to buy cigarettes amid the crisis. She was shot as her friend locked up his bike. Now, the friend thought she tripped, but he rolled her over and he realized she was bleeding from her mouth. Paramedics tried to um, to revive Boutte at the scene, but she died. Oh, shit. Now, like, I know social media, like, They like to make it seem as if Chicago is violent, and it is. I'm not taking nothing away from Chicago because I have family up there in Chicago. My son has family up there in Chicago, and I was supposed to go before to Chicago a couple years ago, but someone ended up being shot in the neighborhood I was supposed to go to, so I ended up not going. But shit is fucking crazy. I mean, right now, like, shouldn't nobody be, like, shouldn't nobody get killed right now? Yes, nobody should get killed, you know, never, you know, in a perfect world. But I'm saying right now, with this, like, with the situation we have and everybody trying to come together and kind of bond and, like, just do what we can to make this situation go away as quickly as possible. The fact that we still got people out here doing this fucking bullshit, man. Like, if you see somebody you got beef with, so the fuck what? Who cares, man, because majority of the time, when like, when someone is killed, like, the situation be so fucking stupid. Man, I was watching First 48 last week where, you know, dude killed somebody because he owed them $5 from a dice game. My nigga, $5? I understand that everybody, you know, is not in the best situation financially, so... While $5 to myself, I mean, $5 to me is a lot of money still. But I'm not going to kill somebody over $5 because you have to, you got to think deeper. You got to think deeper. Like, is $5 really worth you taking someone else off this earth? It's not. I mean, even $1,000, you know shit ain't worth it to me man it's not worth you know possibly spending the rest of my life in jail because someone owed me five dollars someone owed me 20 quarters like this shit is fucking stupid man but um i was talking the other week about do y'all remember what was it a couple years ago when when fam you the marching band they had this case where a young man died from hazing now my son's mom um she was in a FAMU marching band and she knew him. And she also knew the, um, the, the young man that went to jail. And I have, I had a um a conversation with her the other day in regards to that whole situation. So we're going to take a quick break and I'm gonna talk about that when I come back, like hazing and fraternities and sororities. Like, do you guys think it is okay to haze or like, are there limits to hazing? Because as I told her, I believe that like small hazing, like, to me, that is okay. Like, you know, like making someone carry fucking teddy bears to class and shit so they can look stupid. Like, to me, that's like funny. That's like funny kind of hazing. But when it gets to the situation which resulted in this young man's death where he was basically beat. Like, to me, that is when it goes too far. That is why hazing is illegal. So we're going to talk about that when I come back. This is episode 27, Lunchroom Rooms a Podcast. Welcome back to the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. Now, before I took a break, I told you guys, I want to talk for a second about the death of Robert Champion. Now, Robert Champion, he was a young man. He died at Florida A&M University, FAMU. his death happened in November 19th of 2011. Now, I was having a conversation the other day with my son's mom because she was part of the marching band during that time. She knew the young man, Robert Champion, and she knew a lot of the participants that were involved in his death. Now, the conversation came about because she mentioned the fact that I believe the gentleman who was the president of the bus with a hazing incident took place. He is getting out of prison soon. And I believe she told me that he did six years in prison and she said she feels bad that he had to go to prison and she also feels bad for the deceased, which is Robert champion. And my reply was now I understand, you know, the fact that she's that, um, she knows these people, it changes things because she has ties to them to where she might have feelings to where she cares about both of them. But my response was like, I don't see how you can feel bad for the person who is was going to jail. Well, for the person who did six years in prison, you know, in, in regards to the death of Robert champion, but she said, yeah, you know, because um, when he gets out of prison, he like, he's going to have that whole stigma on him. He's going to have a hard time trying to recover his life. And my reply was, you know, at least he can recover his life because the, the gentleman that died, Robert champion, he's gone forever. So even though the guy may come out of jail after serving six years, With a stigma around him Or You know may have a hard time You know getting back on his feet At least he is alive He is walking to where he is able to get on his feet But the gentleman Robert Champion He will never have that opportunity And then I proceeded to ask her Like was hazing wrong Like when you were in the marching band Was hazing going on She said yes So I said There was nothing within you at the time to let you know that you should speak up. And she said, no, because, and I understand like the culture around fraternities, you know, sororities, or even like the marching bands, like a lot of the culture is that hazing is okay. So while, you know, it is illegal in that when you are hazed, like you are not leaving and telling everybody what happened, you know, it is illegal. But when you are in those kind of organizations, sometimes, It is made to feel like it is the norm And I understand that And that's when I told her I was like look like it's no way I could be in a fucking marching band I could be in a fucking fraternity Because like I speak up Like I wish a motherfucker would try to haze me She told me there was one time when She was in class And it was these group of men um, They were joining some fucking organization I forgot what it was The Q, Some shit she was telling me Like some fraternity they were joining that organization and they had to walk around with the same dirty ass underwear for a month and a half. She I I wish a motherfucker would tell me, look, you a grown ass man, nigga. Do not change your underwear. Motherfuck What? Nigga, I'm changing my underwear tonight. I don't know what the fuck you took nigga. You dumb as fuck. You a grown ass man and you're not changing your fucking underwear? Dumb ass motherfucker. Nigga, I wish a motherfucker would tell me, nigga, walk around in your same shitty ass underwear, the same underwear you be in class and you fart in nigga, the same underwear you lay your musty ass down in after a long day of work, a long day walking around fucking campus. Do y'all know how big some of the fucking colleges, the college campuses are? And you telling me I can't change my underwear? Gee, motherfucker, I wish a nigga would. That's not happening to me, man, but. Again I know a lot of y'all out there y'all Part of these fraternities these sororities Look do not haze nobody Now like I said like if it's like funny Kind of haze into where it's like it's made to be Humorous that is okay But I believe The the, the gentleman Rob Champion the one that died He got on a bus And he was beat he was Punched across his back his chest His neck And he eventually ended up dying So I need y'all to be mature. Like I said, like this, like this fucking topic was so fucking random. Like, like I just had this conversation the other day and I figured I'd come on here and speak about it because I know a lot of people now, you know, who are back in college and like they're like they're, they always had a dream to, you know, join the Deltas or to join the Qs, join the Alphas. Like they had this dream since they were young, but do not let your morals and who you are as a person. Be set aside strictly so you can join an organization. Like, be true to yourself and who you are. And just let it be known, man. Like I said, like, if I'm on a fucking bus and I see people getting punched and like, this is part of hazing, I'm going to speak up. Now, I don't give a fuck. Like, if I speak up and you tell me, look, because you speak, like, because you spoke up, you can no longer join this organization. Nigga, so the fuck what? I don't give a fuck. That's all I'm saying, man. But um, I let's let's change issues real quick. Now this this ha- nigga, y'all still killing each other. Shit, there was a teen girl stabbed to death in Marietta, Georgia, as part of a gang initiation. Like I don't understand this shit. Like nigga, stay the fuck home. Y'all still doing gang initiations right now? Y'all niggas is still doing gang initiations. Right now... When it's a fucking quarantine... God... Damn... A 15-year-old... El Salvador native... Is accused of stabbing a girl... As part of his initiation... Into a gang... Look... I'm going to tell you right now... If the gang you joining... Is not... Is not paying the rent... For your family... Especially in these times... Is not... Giving you Lysos... Not paying your... Fucking utilities... Like why the fuck... Are you joining a gang... Now, in my opinion, joining a gang it's not worth it as is. But if you are joining a gang now in these kind of conditions, like with the world the way it is now, nigga, stay the fuck home, nigga. You fifteen years old, nigga. Go play Fortnite. Go play NBA Two K. Why the fuck are you trying to join a gang right now? I don't understand this shit. like I said, like I'm from the Bronx, New York. Now, everything up there is kind of stupid now too. But like when I was growing up, when I was, I'm in mean, like like when I was about eight or nine years old. They had gangs up there, but it was like I don't want to say good gangs because you also had bad gangs as well. But um, there were gangs up there that I remember. Like I used to get good grades in school, and I remember like like I used to always go downstairs and play basketball and kind of hang out. Like not hang out in like a in um a negative way, but just hang out outside, speaking to people. And one time, like this, he he was an older gentleman. He told me, "Yo, go upstairs, go home." I'm like, "Yo, I'm talking to my friend." He said, yo, right now we down here doing some shit. Go, go home, go upstairs. You're not built for this. Now, I was about eight or nine years old. And now some people, they would take offense to that. But he let me know, like, look, yo, I know your mama. Every single day you go to school, you come home like three thirty and you go home. Like, why are you downstairs? And the fact that's because like, like he was doing a lot of bad shit. So the fact that he saw me and he was like, yo, I know your mama. I know you, your brother. I watch y'all grow up like there's no reason why you should be down here. Like even though I, I was down there simply talking to someone that I knew, he knew that the police come around. He knew that they do shit that they can get arrested for. So he let me know, nigga, take your black ass upstairs, man. Like to me, that is like those are the people, the people who I consider OGs. Like to me, the OGs are not the people who walk around and just fucking rob and steal from anybody. The OGs to me are the people that give back, that look out for those who they see have potential and not encourage them to go down the wrong path. But um, this is episode twenty-seven of the lunchroom chatter podcast. I love you guys. Like, like I say, every single week, man, right now we are in crazy times, man. Like every time I drop a podcast episode, like deep down, i be hoping that, okay, by the time I drop the new episode, everything is going to be back to normal. But it seems as if it is getting worse and worse. So I hope you guys stay safe. And to those of you out there, you know, who, who are financially affected by this a lot, who are losing income. Or who simply have no income Like I wish that there was something I could do for you guys man Because I know it's tough It's tough because um a lot of places It's like yeah they have laws into place to where it's like they say Oh you don't gotta pay rent But a lot of landlords they still asking for their fucking rent So you know I'm just Oh man I hope you guys stay safe Look out for your neighbors Look out for those you love And just pay extra attention to those with weak immune systems to those who just need this extra care at this time. Love you guys. Stay safe. This is lunchroom cheddar podcast episode 27, baby.